You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Half hour! Hello, and welcome to Half Hour, an entertainment podcast through Two Worlds Entertainment. I'm Jeff. And I'm Richie. And we're here to bring you a casual conversation on the shows, films, concerts, and music that we see, listen to, and observe throughout our careers. Today's conversation will feature current pop music hits from, what? The whole summer. because 2022. We're do- yeah, so 2022, because we're doing a summer recap episode. Mm-hmm. So please follow along and listen to the music that we are discussing by going to our Instagram and TikTok accounts at Half Hour Podcast. Click the link in our bio and save and listen to our pop music playlist curated just for you mm-hmm. by me. <laughs> and sometimes Richie. Sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> So, yes, I wanted to take this pop episode and kind of do a summer recap because summer pop music and music in general is just very big in summer. It's like something I just wanted to talk to you about and get your opinion on Mm -hmm. as well. But do you want to start with what the summer song is or do you want to know a little bit about? Well, I, I don't know what the summer song is, but I would love for you to explain to me and to our listeners who decides the summer song? How is it decided? Mm-hmm. And, you know, who has that authority <laughs> to just decide, like, the, the song of the song? Because okay. I don't know. So I would love to know. And I don't know what it is either. So go. So the official summer song is usually announced by Billboard. Everyone kind of does their own summer things. You know, there's voting competitions out there. Shazam does their summer song. Spotify does their summer song. Like, what's the most streamed by Spotify? Apple Music does. Everyone does it. But Billboard is the charts. So okay. Billboard chooses the official song of the summer, and that's based on the cumulative performance on the weekly streaming, airplay, and sales based on Billboard's Hot 100 from Memorial Day weekend to Labor Day weekend. Okay. So we all know kind of when those dates are, but, and usually it's like the week after Memorial Day because that's when the charts come in, and then it's like the week after Labor Day because that's when the charts come in for Mm -hmm. those weeks, so Mm -hmm. it's always like the week after. But, yeah, so... Dum, dum, dum. I'm ready. Drum roll. But first I want to have him guess. Oh, I was going to guess, actually. Yeah. First uh, I want to have him guess. What does he think that the official summer song, because it's out, it's official from Billboard, yeah. what the summer song is. And I is. really, really, really don't know, but I'm going to guess. Okay. I really think it's Break My Soul. Really? Beyonce. I think it cracked the top ten, but it's not the song <gasps> of the summer. Really? Really. Okay, the other one I was going to say was... Uh, I was going to say like a Harry Styles song or a Lizzo song, but I don't know which one. Oh, you're close. Oh, man. I don't know. I, I, I just give up. Just okay. tell me. It tell is. Me. This official song of the summer from Billboard is Harry Styles As It Was. Oh, okay. I see that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I thought it might have been one of his songs. And he has a few big songs right now. Yeah, and I find that actually kind of interesting that that is the song of the summer. But... That song has been in and out of the number one slot throughout the summer, mm. but it was also released in April. So oh, is that allowed? Yeah, it is allowed. Okay, but you don't have to release by a certain point. It's just like what is selling yeah. that summer, okay, and what is being streamed the most and listened to the most. So that is well, good for him. He's on tour song. right now. He had a big album. He's really growing. So mm-hmm. okay. So interesting. Fun a fact. lot of times, I mean, when we talk about this more, like not every time, but a lot of times, the song of the summer is a female. So to see a male. Not yeah. always, but it seems like it's a trending thing that a lot of times it's a female who has the song of the summer. Or in that future list that we're going to be talking about in the podcast, I just picked a lot of female songs. Okay, maybe. But... Yes, yes. Okay. But, but yes. yes, 
um, yeah, you know, bop pop that 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 song was. Mm-hmm. It was great. What um, I want to know from you, mm-hmm. did you have a favorite summer song? I really liked "Break My Soul." Okay. It's so catchy. It's got a great beat. It was just played a lot before the album came out. Yeah. It's still played a lot. Mm-hmm. It was just a lot of anticipation. And it's simple. Yes. It's got a great beat and a simple lyric that you can remember and bop to. And I've just always, when it's on the radio, I blast it. Driving, working. I just like it. Mm-hmm. You know, I like it. I, that's why I really thought that was the one. Yeah. But I really, I would, it would be my favorite songs. Yeah. I wrote down three. Okay. What are they? Because I was a little torn between what my summer songs were. But the first one I wrote down was Jesse Weir's Free Yourself. Oh, I love it. Yes. As one of my summer songs. I put Beyonce's Cuff It, even Uh-oh. though that's not released as a single. That's my favorite song from the album. Okay. Um, and it, it is, Fun, oddly enough, not oddly, but like fun that it is getting picked up very quickly on TikTok right now. People are doing a big dance to it, and I wonder if she will make that a single at some point. Okay. The same way that Alien Superstar had a lot of traction on TikTok mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. She has not made another single, official single from Renaissance yet, mm, which is But she can, right? She can. Okay. But she has not released an official thing, and she has still never released a music video. To break my song. Oh, that She's could be released coming. no music videos to this. And we have our whole theories on uh, Renaissance maybe. a little bit, right? Like, yeah. what is she doing? We know that this album is going to be in well, three. There's, there's a three-part, right? So maybe music videos come after all three. Maybe, maybe. she's just focusing on the music right Maybe now. she's creating a Because whole. I remember, was it Lemonade that there was all those videos? What was the Lemonade and had... her self-titled Beyonce. Yeah. They she all always had did videos. music videos. So we'll see. All right. Well, yeah. she's got time to figure that out. And I had one more song of the summer, which was Tiesto and Charlie XCX's Hot In It. Ah, I know. You really like that song. <laughs> it always comes on, and he sings it loud and proud. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that those three, I was torn. I couldn't really pick my official one. I actually didn't even consider Harry Styles as mm-hmm. it was to be a summer song. So when I saw that that was the song, I was like, oh, wow. And I also think that Adele's album kind of came and went a little bit. And um, I've kind of missed a little bit of a mark to be summer potential music. But her music is more she, chill. She um, could have. She could have, yeah. But she kind of, I Just, don't know what it happened It didn't with seem that to album. really go where her other ones have gone. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge fan of her first couple albums. But, yeah. I mean, you know, so... And then lastly, I want to ask you with this kind of, um, who do you think was the artist of the summer? So, well, I think that Break My Soul for Beyonce was, I think Lizzo is the artist of the summer for me, the special, because she's got this concert coming up. She's always on TikTok and Instagram, always posting. She's very present. To me, I think what helps is when you're present. Mm-hmm. Beyonce, I'm not seeing her doing a lot of like interviews and videos and photos. She released it and then said, and maybe that was the Adele problem too. She canceled that Las Vegas residency. It's taking forever to come back. Nothing wrong with that. I know that was emotional for her and she needed to find the right footing on that. But to me, I see Lizzo release this and it's like, hey, everyone, like, let's talk about it. I'm going to talk about it. You, I want you to listen. I want you to come. Like, there's presence. Yeah. And for me, I look at that as being like an artist of the summer because you're present. Mm-hmm. And that's what is important to me, I think. Yeah, I was also on a toss-up between those two. Mm-hmm. I think the artist of the summer is either Beyonce or Lizzo. I thought both of their albums were great. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed Special. That's Lizzo's album, and mm-hmm. I really enjoyed Renaissance, which is Beyonce's mm-hmm. album. 
in terms of the artist doing a lot, I'm kind of in agreement with you that Lizzo is doing more for the promo of her album. Yes. I don't really think Beyonce necessarily needs to do a lot of promo for this album because I think she has something under her sleeve for the rest of the Renaissance part one, two, three, however mm. many acts it's going to be. Um, that we're just not even prepared for. Mm. Like, this is a taste of what we're going to get with Beyonce. And next summer, I really think is going to be Beyonce summer mixed with Taylor Swift. And we're going to get to that. But I kind of also agree with you. I think maybe Lizzo is getting mm-hmm. artist of the summer. Maybe her songs are not hitting number one or, or one specific song is over the others. But just as a whole, I'm talking about her as as a person, as an artist, as an album, as a as a, just a person. I think there's a whole great package there of like good vibes and good energy yeah but no her song about the on time hit number yeah, one. yeah right right so and um are you ready right right is right. now also yeah it's also having a huge moment on tiktok now so what the dance was with about the on time she's now having it again and it's like taking off very quick and she cracked that sophomore slump that you talk about when you know after you have a big album yeah. you know your second or third album maybe not well she cracked that with tiktok instagram I think she really figured out a way to get people listening to it, dancing to it, singing mm-hmm. along with it. Yeah. Her yeah. concert will probably be amazing. Totally. We'll talk about that in the fall because we're going. We're going. So I'm excited for that one. Um, cool. Um, well, I have a question for you and oh. for the half hour audience as well. And for the half hour. What did you think about the music that was released this summer as a whole? Hmm. You know, looking back at a lot of the music that came out, a lot of the albums that came out, and I've just looked at the list of like summer song potentials and I was kind of like, it's missing something. I, I hate using this word, but I do find that a lot of the musical, the music that was released this summer is kind of forgettable in terms of like, you know, if you think back to some of the um, years of like 2008, 2009, 2010, 11, 12, when we were having huge produced pop songs, they're still being played today. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know from this year what is kind of going to still be played in 10 years. And that's why I'm kind of like, I don't know if we really had like a really powerful summer music um, year. I feel like in entertainment as a whole, whether it's music or film or Broadway, yeah, I'm, I'm using the phrase picking. It's 2000, 2022 for me is like the pick up the pieces year. Yeah. We've had this pandemic and it's like, oh, this was an album that was supposed to come out two years ago. This was a Broadway show that was supposed to come out two years ago. This was a movie that we filmed four years ago and we waited and now it's coming out and we're still in that. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I find that like 2023 is going to be this new concerts, new songs, new what people are doing now, getting together in studios and safely gathering again and putting that energy in. We're mm-hmm. still on the tail end of like, oh, yeah, that show that was supposed to come and now it's coming or like, oh, that con- like when we saw Chromatica, it was like supposed to come. And now it's just the summer of I don't know what other term to describe other as picking up the pieces. Like We had this horrible pandemic and now we're like. Picking up the pieces from it. And I don't know if we'll be doing that next summer, but maybe your theory of forgettable and not quite the summer of that is because we're still remembering that there was things lingering from 2019, 2020, 2021, and now 2022. It's that lingering feeling still. Not everything, but a a good amount of things, I find. Yeah, I think it's a really interesting thing to ask the audience, too, because what do they really think about the music that was released this past summer. I think there were some great things that did happen, but I also think 
a lot of the music is not really going to be remembered mm-hmm. in that way of where it's getting played over mm-hmm. and over and over again, unless you really fell in love with something. So it's like an interesting, you right. know, interesting right. topic to really right. ask them. And now we're moving into the fall yes. with some high anticipation, right? Yeah, so I actually wrote down some highly anticipated fall albums, and these kind of have been on the docket since the spring. So they these artists didn't even want to release these this past summer. They want to release them in the fall. But upcoming, we have Rina Sawayama's Hold the Girl, mm-hmm. which we've already had a bunch of singles from yep. Rina, and I'm excited to see what this whole album is going to bring. I'm going to to be seeing the show. Yes, you're Super going. excited. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, Black Pink is coming out with their next album, Born Pink, which is exciting as well. If you're a big K-pop fan, I've always kind of been a Black Pink fan, which I'm excited about for mm-hmm. that one too. But the real date that's going to be very, very interesting is October 21st because okay. we have four albums getting released that day. Mm. Carly Rae Jepsen's The Loneliest Time, Megan Trainor's Taking It Back, Tegan and Sarah's Cry Baby, and Taylor Swift's Midnight's wow. are all getting released that day. I what do you think the, about that? I don't know how I feel about that because that's like when – that would be like if like four big movies came out on the same day or four big Broadway shows opened on the same day. I'd like to scatter a little. I mean yeah. there's – and I know they try to find it on a Friday, but there's so many Fridays. I don't know. You know, give well, everyone a minute, you know, but maybe that's just my thought, you know. Yeah, well, we knew about Carly Rice for a while, and then we had others add to that date. Mm. And Taylor Swift just dropped this Midnight's getting released on October 21st. She was at the VMAs, and she told everyone, meet me at midnight, because my next album is coming out on October mm-hmm. 21st. We don't know too much about all this music coming out. I mean, we know a little bit, but we don't yeah. know much. We'll see. We'll no, we don't, but I I guess my kind of thing, question for you is like... Um, Releasing on the same day as Taylor Swift. Smart or not smart? Well, correct me if I'm wrong. I thought Taylor Swift put her date up later than some of these people. So it's Well, not, she did. Yeah, so it's not like these people chose to rain on her parade. Instead, <laughs> these, this girl came on through and didn't care about these other three. Okay, before. but if you were any of those artists, would you try to rush your release a week earlier or wait a week no. later? No, because you know me. I'd be like, no, that's the day I chose. That's what I'm working with. Car- look, use Carly Rae, for example. She has a tour. There could be a reason why it's coming out at a specific time in conjunction with her tour. See, I don't know. I think there's reason. You gotta have, if you yeah, have but a smart team. But my thing team, with Carly is Carly's starting her tour and the album's still not going to be out. We're literally seeing yeah. Carly and the album's still not out. So come on, if the album's done, yeah, release yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, bring it up, bring it out. Let people consume your album because you know no one's consuming anything after Taylor Swift releases yeah, well, that album. I mean, if you're a Taylor Swift fan, well, and then we kind of move into like holiday music, and then it's the holidays, yes. and then the calendar year's over, and then it's Grammy Awards. So it's like yeah. you really don't get new music again till maybe earliest April for some. Well, you always have new music, but I'm saying big stars. Yeah. yeah, some people will release things. Yeah. You know, yeah. after the holidays is like a, a big push with mm-hmm. music again. And then we get back into the summer, summer, summer music. Right, it's all about the summer. You know, so right. it's very interesting. It's very interesting for a lot of these albums. Um, none of these will be considered for um, a Grammy this year, but. Because they're too late. They'll be for next year. Right. But this usually means that a lot of them would be touring mm-hmm. in the spring or touring in the summer. Mm-hmm. So we already hear the rumor in, um, let's call it Pop Music Alley, <laughs> that Taylor Swift is gearing up on a tour next summer. So I'm there excited. There we go. Yay. 
All right. Good, good, good. Moving and keeping on our summer theme here, I want to talk to you about what it means to make the summer hit. Mm -hmm. Okay. So like we talked about early, the summer hit is a song that's released and peaks its popularity during the summer. So Harry Styles did still... And as as it was still lasted throughout the summer, so it peaked in the summer as well. But uh, in some years, a single pop song will gain widespread international popularity during the summer season, and that becomes the summer's definitive summer hit in many countries. Many of the best-known summer hits emerge from outside the British and American pop music industries. So it's usually either a Brit or an American that kind of gets that summer hit status but also the major factors that make up a summer hit are the tempo the melody and lyrics and this is a fun kind of conversation i wanted to bring to you because i think in the musical theater space this is a lot of stuff that we talk about in terms of like you know what did that show have Mm -hmm. did it have great lyrics did it have rememberable music yeah did it was it directed well and you know this is kind of just like the breakdown of a summer hit so, like, if we start with tempo, tempo has an astounding amp- impact on the energy and pace of a song. Too slow, and audiences tune out. Too fast, and audiences flee. They feel overwhelmed. So, there is a sweet spot, though, for top summer hit tempo. And I wanted to see, do you think you might know what that well, tempo is, like, in terms of BPM? I, I don't know the specific BPM off the top of my head, but it's definitely a moderate field. Yeah. I, like you said, it can't be too slow. It can't be too fast. I feel like it's got that vibe, yeah. and I don't know if there's a specific BBM that you're thinking of, but yes, it's got to be that medium tempo. I did write one down, so I wanted to see okay. if you would think, but it, it's fall somewhere between 80 and 90 BPM. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, because when you go over 100, you're usually at like a workout song or like a high energy. When you go below 80, you're going into ballad and you're going into so- yeah. slow, so I find that that's a good... You're at like a dance pace above 100 BPM. Usually. I always think of like um, something you're either going to drive to or dance to on the beach, driving. You right. know, you have a lot of people drive in the summer. So, you know. So fun fact about like I didn't put them on our um, hits of the summer, but Drake actually recently has had two of the songs of the summer. And his BPM is usually pretty slow, mm. but it's that tempo that you can like listen to at the barbecue or you can listen to at the beach, right. you can listen to in the club. And I think that's really sometimes, or or you're driving in the car, you don't always want to be listening and, you know, pounding dance music in right. the car. Right. You want something that's a little more casual right. and, you know, you can listen to right. it, but... Also, the so moving along, like melody here, many of the principles that apply to the hook of a top summer hit apply to the song more broadly as well. The rising melodic lines, the choice of time signature, the use of repetition. Many artists are starting to add things too to their songs that make them unpredictable. The unusual instrumentation, a distinctive voice, which is something we always talk about. Mm-hmm. And... Um, even an instrument solo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you think about some past, you know, summer hits like Justin Bieber, Desposito mm-hmm. with um, Louis Fonsi, that it's distinctive. You remember it. It was a huge summer hit. Or the trumpet in that song. Oh, the cheerleader. Yes. You know, yeah. But also just this distinctive voice. You know, do you have that voice? Someone like a. Olivia Rodrigo has that distinctive voice. Mm-hmm. Billie Eilish has that mm-hmm. distinctive mm-hmm. voice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I also think here that the hook really plays a major role in a summer song. So many summer songs are using hooks that reappear in the chorus, which for me, I think that this is great for the ear because it's now memorable. Totally. You know? Totally. 
The, I mean, the tempo is very important. The melody is always important. It's got to be something memorable in a yes. way, I think. And then know? it finally comes down to the lyrics. Sure. You know. And the lyrics are important. I will say, you know, there's a famous um, Richard Rogers quote where he says, this is musical theater, but he says a really good song actually has two of these three things too. Tempo, melody, and I believe he says harmony. He wasn't a lyricist. Um, he had other people write lyric, which is... Yeah, still happens, but um, lyrics are very important too. I would add that as the fourth, but he added harmony too. I love hearing harmonies. One of our, um, well, yeah, there are songs that are coming up that have great harmonies in them. I really like. I think harmony is really important for musical theater, maybe not always for pop. Right. But tempo and melody are, of course, important no matter what kind of song you're talking about. Right, and lyrics in pop music are way more important than probably when we normally hear harmony. Harmony is, of course, in you, you're dealing with more people yeah. on the stage right, so where you, you need harmony. That. If yeah. you're just one, and yeah. what are you harmonizing with right. yourself? Right, right. This right. is more about like the lyrics, you know, remembering something. A, a lot of people release, you know, their summer kind of style mm-hmm. lyrics mm-hmm. so that it kind of takes on to the season. Mm-hmm. But it's also been, you know, studied that lyrics that feature the these four words, love, baby, feel, and time mm. in their lyrics tend to kind of get that summer hit Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Well, a lot of the songs are about falling in love, falling out of love, um, you know, being in love with yourself. You know, there's a lot of different, you know, for for a lot of past songs of the summer. Oh, yeah. And I want to go through, like, some past songs of the summer. And I want to see if you ever knew any of these. Obviously, you probably do. But, like... In 2021, which was last summer, so Dethroned uh, was Olivia Rodrigo. It's good for yeah, you. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. In 2019, it was Little Nas X's Old Town Road, mm-hmm. which was huge yeah, that big. summer. Yeah. Uh, in 2015, it was Omi's Cheerleader. Cheerleader. Yeah, uh-huh. I remember that. Which yeah. you just said. In yeah. 2012, it was Carly Rae Jepsen's Call Me Maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In 2010, it was Katy Perry's California Girls. Which I was very obsessed with. Yes, which, <laughs> but that even makes sense. Like that, why that was such a huge summer song. Yeah, right. You know, right. Uh, in t- 2009, it was Black Eyed Peas. I got a feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2003, Beyonce's Crazy in Love. Mm-hmm. 1999, Christina Aguilera's Genie in a Bottle. Mm-hmm. In 1996, it was the Macarena. <laughs> and then I, I'm not going to go back too far, but in 1993, it's UB40's I Can't Help Falling in mm-hmm, Love. Mm-hmm. So. I kind of want to see with you, like, why do you think that some of these songs kind of claimed that summer hit spot? I think because they're really catchy. Yeah. I think that it's got, if it's too wordy, if there's no quite strong melody and it's just kind of sitting there, it's not going to pop. Your chorus, I'm a big fan of a chorus that works. And the chorus to me has to be simple, articulate, clear, and fun. And I'm not saying the, the song needs to be simple. It can be a complex writing, but I think it just needs to have a good, simple, fun, bop, and a good sentence or two that you can keep repeating over and over, yeah. you know? And all of these, I think, really have that kind of factor yeah. of yeah. chorus that's repetitive, that's yeah. good. I mean, is there a song on this list that we don't listen to to this day? Maybe the Macarena, because <laughs> people are so like over, over yeah. line dancing, yeah. but it's kind of coming back. Kind of, <laughs> it's got, in a way. We've uh, DJed weddings where people, people are requested again. requesting the Macarena. Yeah, people yeah. also, I see them do the Macarena dance to other yes, songs. Yes, yes, yes. But I think the interesting one here was UB40's I Can't Help Falling in Love. Because what did they do to that song? They mm-hmm. turned it into this tropical reggae mm-hmm. style. To a, It was a cover. Right. and But it still took the summer spot. Right. Which was, I think, cool. Yeah. But everything else, it, it kind of just makes sense. Yep. Yeah, definitely. 
Um, this question's for you and for the whole half hour audience, but what is your favorite summer hit and why? So I mentioned it earlier. I really think out of those that you listed, Katy Perry's California Girls. It was such a big song when I was younger and I, I loved it. And it was just so like, <laughs> oh, I, I knew every word. I put it on all the time, every yeah. day in the summer. I mean, it was it, legit peak Katy Perry. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. First time I heard it, I was like, what is this? I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. Definite great song. <clears throat> For me, I'm going to go Carly Rae Jepsen's Call Me Maybe. Oh, that's so good, too. I want to know why, because that what that song did to just, like, the social media game with YouTube and Vine and Instagram and all of these things, kind of, and Facebook, and it just, it had... This is pre-TikTok. So, mm-hmm. like, I was working at a radio station when this song came yeah. out. They weren't even playing music like this. But because people were coming up and they were requesting it, like, adults were requesting this song. My kid wants to hear this right. song. Call me, maybe. Right. And everyone was doing the dance. Don't you remember, like, news reporters? They were all doing this, like, call me, maybe, like, group dance. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I'm like, you know what? It just sunk. And everyone liked it. I, I think you met... A, a person and you were like do you like call me maybe and they were like yeah yeah and yeah. if you didn't like call me maybe you weren't cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was a great song it really really it really was. is and, great. I, and I, it was between that and the california girls for me they're both yeah. great they're both great songs and around that same time and like that's kind of why i bring up what we were talking about earlier but like around 2009 10 12 mm-hmm. uh, black eyed peas i got a feeling Katy perry's california girls carly ray jepson's call me maybe even um 2011 was or 2010, uh, no, no, 2011 was LMFAO's Party Rock Anthem. Yeah, yeah, Those songs yeah. are... But when you think about that BPM, and I, I hear them all, like, call me maybe, right, and Cal, yeah. they're all that medium Yeah, tempo. this was a little speedier. Yeah, I think but this was roughly, more around like 120. They're not BPM. like, you know, shake it off, you know, really, right. really fast, or they're not or like... Shake it off fast. Yeah, that's very fast. Or mm-hmm. an opposite, which would be a slow ballad or right. something, right? Right, that was around the same time as Taylor Swift's only red error, which was like... Mm-hmm. Um, we are never getting back together. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's our summer recap. There we go. So we're going to go into our final little bop or flop now with okay. our summer songs. These are the remainder songs that we didn't get to talk about. I have a little fun fact if we don't go over time, but let's do it. Bop or flop. I tell Richie what we're doing, uh, what song it is, and he tells me if it's a bop or flop. And then I give a little fun fact. So we're going to start with Ava Max Million Dollar Baby. Bop. Bop. Love it. Great. It's catchy. I really <laughs> like it. It came out a little too late, in my opinion. It should have come out a little Yeah, for the summer, I yep. think so, too. Yep. The fun fact about this song is it samples Leanne Rhymes' Can't Fight the Moonlight, which was from the movie uh, Coyote Ugly. And you can actually see Ava in the music video kind of representing that whole Coyote Ugly feel. Mm. If you go back and watch it, she's working in a club. And I'm like, I like that she kind of does the whole nostalgic thing in terms of sampling things and doing a video. Yes. We have Elton John and Britney Spears's Hold Me Closer. I'm going to put Bob. I'm, I was, I had the bar set way high for this and I was a little underwhelmed. It's really catchy and fun and the original is good too. And so like, you know, yeah. I, I, I like this song. It was very disappointing to me in a way that you barely hear Britney Spears on it. I don't know why that was done like that. It was yeah. just odd that that was such an anticipated thing. And then it just kind of like was a little let down. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I'm going to support anything that Britney Spears is doing sure, of outside course. of this conservatorship. And I hope that this is really what she wanted to be doing. Right. I was also a little shocked when I first heard the song. It's still good. It's still catchy. But I feel like I needed 
Brittany to be a guest spot in here, not, you know, yep. so backup vocal. Right. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, then we have Blackpink's Pink Venom. The, yeah. Yes, Bob. I really like this. It's fun. It's just, you know. I was wondering if you were going to say I, Bob, Bob or not. I, Bob. I was really wondering because I was like, I don't know if this is his style. I mean, no, I'm, I like I'm it. I'm getting him into the K-pop vibe. Yeah, I like it. No, I like it. I do. I really like it. Interesting fun fact here. At the 2022 VMAs, Taylor Swift made a video where she revealed what she was going to be wearing at the show, and she does it to Blackpink's Pink Venom. Mm. And she's showing her fierce side because she's getting ready to release Midnight's and tell us all about it. But there's a rumor that Blackpink is going to be a featured artist oh. on this album. People are trying. They have all their TikTok speculations. I'm all over Swift talk. Anyway. Yeah. I'm excited to see what's going to happen. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Next, we have Stacey Ryan with her song, Deep End. So I'm obsessed. <laughs> it's super bop. It's so, it talks about the four things. Tempo, melody, lyrics, harmony. Because yes. it's harmony. And I, I love it. I yes. love it. I think it's so, it's a simple yeah. message. It's got a great beat. I love the harmonies in there. I would totally love to hear her sing this live. I wish this song was released in June because I think this had potential to kind of take over the summer. And I think it was just released a little too late. Mm-hmm. Um, fun fact about Stacy: she first began building a TikTok following with her jazz renditions of popular mm-hmm. songs. Very cool. She has a great voice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she, in January of 2022, decided to put her own spin on a viral open verse challenge. She posted a short clip of her original song, Don't Text Me When You're Drunk. And she invited fellow artists to share their own take. So Zeke's duet stood out. And after thousands of full song requests, these two artists came together to put this out as a single and has over 12 million, wow. million streams now on Spotify. I would hope she would tour or do some live performance because yeah. she's really talented. I really like her. So power of TikTok. Yes. I also, this is a complete bop for me. Totally. I love it. Love it, it. Was love like, it love when it. I heard it, I was like, who is this? Yeah. And then lastly, we have Sophie and the Giants, We Own the Night. Love this too, Bob. The, the It's just a great vibe song. It's got a simple message and I love it. Yeah. Here we go. Fun fact, songs about making those unforgettable nights out with your friends. What's better than that? Yeah, and we, we got another five for five. Bob. Bob I put them all Bob, as Bob with Richie. Maybe it's a mix of you are finding really good songs like you always do, and I'm liking more other things. Although I always I will tell you and I don't really like it. So yeah. but it's good. So <laughs> it was a good week. A good end of summer. You know, yes. summertime sadness, as they say. Mm. It's the dog days of summer. But we still have a couple weeks, technically, of summer. But in terms of, like, you know, life, people are, like, winding into fall now. Yeah. We got a lot of good stuff coming up, so. Oh, my gosh. Out of time. Wrapping it up. Wrapping it up. Way out of time. Way out of time. I know we're over yeah. a little bit. Any okay. final words on the songs of the summer? Like and- I said, it was an interesting summer of a lot of different styles of music. People trying new things out, being bold and brave. We'll see what the fall has. There's some cool things still coming out in the next few weeks. I'm always a big fan of holiday music. I know we have. I think Kelly Clarkson has some new holiday music maybe coming out. Maybe. I'm wrong with that. There's an album. I think there's an album. Well, for last year's. Christmas oh, last year's album. got it. So now, I don't. But everybody always says, "Like, here's my Christmas song." So, but you know. there is coming out today a duet between Miss Kelly Clarkson and Dolly Parton yes, yes, doing Nine to Five. Yes. So we will be talking about yes, that yes. after we listen to it. So we'll have lots to talk about, <laughs> lots of Broadway shows, of course, to talk about, and lots of because that's my girl. Kelly. There we go. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Anyway. 
Thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. So please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and Apple Music and leave us a review if you love what you heard today. Um, we also want to, you to join into our conversation and engage with us. Head over to our Instagram and TikTok accounts at Half Hour Podcast and comment on our latest post about this podcast episode. We would love to hear from you. So until next time, I'm Jeff. And I'm Richie. Signing off for now. Ta-da. Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.